This episode of World of Warcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Domain names from GoDaddy.com are up to 70% less than the competition. Plus, each domain includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blog, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of the World of Warcast podcast, enter code STARMAN, and that's S-T-A-R-M-A-N, and get your .com domain name for just $6.95 a year. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast. I am Starman. I am Renata. And I'd like to introduce Christy from Analog Hole. Hi, Christy. Hi. <laughs> what? I just said hi. You can't laugh yet. We're laughing. We've been laughing it. for the last 25 minutes. Yep. It's, uh, we just we got on the usual time, and things have been going rapidly downhill already, so... This promises to be a really interesting show. Uh, I blame Ren. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Christy is a uh, is a very good friend of mine, and we're in the uh, in the guild, the collective together. In fact, Christy is our intrepid guild leader. She who must be obeyed. And uh, <laughs> I'm just a figurehead. Yep. But um... <laughs> who's running the show? That's a good question. <laughs> I have a loyal army of prostitutes. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You're just skimming that there explicit tag on you. Awesome. <laughs> so anyway, um, I asked uh, Christy to come on to the show um, for comic relief because I knew it would be interesting to have her on the show. I thought we. To... I thought you invited her for a sexy voice. She only brought that up later, you know. I, 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 that was. I can't say that was on my mind, but, uh, but the, you know, certainly that'll come. My sexy handy. voice wasn't on your mind, baby. Is it not doing it? No, no, not, not on my mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe on someone else's mind, but not on mine. No, not mine. Um, but uh, she's also going to be talking about uh, battlegrounds. I have the storm, and we're going to have the battlegrounds rantathon. After talking about I have the storm, discussing some of the things that are kind of ticking us off about the battlegrounds. So um, I'm glad that Christy could come on because I've been staying out of the battlegrounds recently, and uh, so we need to mostly have because you've been. Oops, sorry. Okay. Oh no! Please go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, mostly because she's been listening to me and them. Yes, and every time that I'm listening to her spouting colorful language over our <laughs> over our vent server about what has uh what what's gotten under her skin about this uh this particular battleground so it doesn't exactly um make me want to jump into them but we're going to talk a little bit about that uh after the news and such so we have Starman. news uh, we have news there's actually <laughs> there actually is some news i, I kind of had to dig for it but we we do have some um starman what did you do I, since our last nothing show? much <laughs> I got a farming <laughs> tune to 70 and that's about it. I it, it's been very very boring and I got a new website. I'm working on a new personal website and it took 2 3 weeks or so to get a name because yeah, everything no, we, was we taken. We debated about names for 
a cup for about a week. You were running names by me. Yeah, and, and I was running names by you after struggling with names on my own, and I finally got a. But I'm not going to say what it is yet because I'm just not. I'm not. Not ready not, to no, have it be prime time. You're not ready to commit, baby. No, I'm not. I'm not. You're going to have to give me some time. I have to sort out some things, and I need to see other websites. <laughs> I, I I have to visit other blogs. I I, I just yeah. do, and and you know podcasts, and have to make sure that my commitment is real. <laughs> but and you're just guilty of loving too much. <laughs> really, I get you. I do. See, it's the communication that's the problem. Well, let's see. This week I have been kind of been working on my paladin again. She's level just dinged 48. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I've been trying to get her leveled up because we seem to have some problems, especially with five mans with enough healers sometimes. So I'd like to have a pocket healer to be able to pull out just, just in an emergency. Um, right now she's uh, retribution spec'd. She's a, she's in a leveling spec. She's not she's not healing spec. So she wouldn't. That's not really what she's doing now. Um, she's not she's not holy or protection. Because I actually want to be able to solo her, and I don't think either of those would work real well for for soloing. But um, yeah. as far as my other tunes go, we we haven't been in Kara much lately because we've just been going through a lot of um, vacations. Of well, yeah, people. it's that time of year. Yeah, so once we run through all the vacations, I think this week we're actually going to run pretty much the usual group. I think there's one person. Um, well, our shaman is on vacation, so we're, we're going to have to substitute him. But other than that, uh, we're going to be running the usual Kara group. So, Christy, why don't you introduce yourself, your character, and um, what you've been up to lately? Um, well, as you guys heard earlier, I am Christy. I am one of the co-hosts of Analog Hole Gaming. It's a uh, gaming and technology podcast, and we talk about all kinds of random crap, like um, I talk about chocolates sometimes, <laughs> and we talk about our cats, oh and God. whatever other random stuff You're going to make uh, me go get chocolate upstairs, to... aren't you? Hmm... <laughs> It's the chocolate of the week. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, we talk about all kinds of random stuff. I will warn you, if you're uh, under 17 or of a uh, more conservative nature, you may not want to download our podcast because it is definitely worthy of the explicit tag of which it, it wears. Yes. So uh, we we Very are friends f- of profanity at the whole. And, yes. Um, <laughs> that came out so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I could do it. I told you. I was like, you know, even if I can steer clear of the profanity, the innuendo and euphemism, can't stop it. <laughs> um, I play a, um, I play, I'm a horde um, primarily. My initial characters when I joined the, or when I started playing WoW War Alliance, but uh, then I got lured nice. in by the, uh, the fun side, the horde side, and uh, I play a uh, mage. Nice. What's your And uh, she's a 70, and her name is Viha, and... Um, yeah, that's What's it. Your spec? She wins. <laughs> My spec for the longest time was eleven forty-seven three. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Yeah. Where does where, where um, do you put that extra point in arcane? You know, it's really funny because I was trying to think about it. Um, I think I had it in arcane fortitude. Oh, okay. And I what think, is I arcane? I think I did. 
What does Arcane Fortitude do for us non-mages? Uh, nothing. Not even for us mages. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is at, it supposed at, to do? <laughs> what it's supposed to do is it increases your armor by a percentage of your intellect. Ah. Um, for a long time, as you know, Ren, I was completely adamant about not respecting, and I didn't care if that one point was wonky. I didn't have anywhere else I really wanted to place it, so I just left it there. Um, lately, I've been uh, dealing with an arcane fire spec, um, mm -hmm. and th the difference has been interesting. I thought I would really miss some things, like I thought I would really miss combustion, and I thought I would really miss uh, blast wave, and I thought I would really, really, really miss dragon's breath. And come to find out, I have a really hot love affair with Palm. Mm, which, like, for the non-mages really, in the audience, stands it's, for... It's a, a talent that you can take that allows you to cast any spell there. that you have while it's activated, which, is, you know, it's a one-use, a one-trick pony kind of thing. Um, if it's under 10 seconds, you can cast anything as an instant cast. So you can set up a hot little, uh, hot little macro to activate Presence mm -hmm. of Mind, and then you can have it... Uh, um, hit another arcane talent which increases your damage and then you can have it you know stop casting that and then you can have it specifically select a particular spot on your wardrobe where you would have a trinket so it will activate the trinket and then it will instantly cast you know whatever you have it done for my my case I have it do uh, do pyroblast and I quite regularly have 8,000 or point so um, hits with that so you know it's it's kind of fun I don't get a bubble. I can't sap people and not flag for PvP. I, um, you know, I, I don't have any other little gaz gadgets and gizmos to do, but I have that. And sometimes it helps me sleep better at night. On a PvP server, we used to palm pyro people in the air. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. So I, I have I have there, and, I, and I've also been playing. Uh, I've I've started a priest because, as as you just heard, we have a problem with uh, sometimes having enough uh, healers on hand. But then I started playing, her and I thought, you know what? I don't want to do healing. I want to go shadow. So I actually am probably going to take her largely shadow, and then just keep some uh, some healy gear on hand for for when I need the healy lovins. And uh, so I've been playing her, and that's a huge deal because I'm not big on the alt thing. I've been dedicated to. Uh, to via as my main for for years well not really years but for a long long time well for a couple of so, years um, now actually yeah so i mean yeah i guess it years. actually kind of has but um this week i uh i went and ran Karazon because our group wasn't running i went and ran it with a, a different group of uh, friends that i have um you have other and friends? helped round their group out you have hmm? other friends i i <laughs> yeah you know when, when the bank Ren, account allows for it i Ren, do did you know about this <laughs> She's been, yes, she's yes, been seeing I, other I, raiders. She's seeing other raiders, yes. Into the news, there actually was a little bit of news here and there. The big one is is um, that the patch for patch 2.2 has been at least pushed to download, to the downloader. So yep. we may see it this week. We may see it next week. I'm sort of betting next week that that uh, that we'll see it. I don't think I don't think it'll push tomorrow. We've seen, but, yeah, we're recording this on August 20th, and we've seen before where things would get pushed before a Tuesday, and then the Tuesday would come and we would not see it. We would not see right. it go live, so. Generally, we'll generally when they've done this on, on big patches, it's usually the following. So that would be probably August 28th mm -hmm. that that would push. And of course, now it's going to push tomorrow, and 
prove me wrong, and this will already be pushed by the time that this goes live, but, um, they have announced that Guild Banks will be going live Yay. in patch 2.3. Um, they will have several hundred slots, and the ability to use bags and guilds will be able to purchase tabs. They're currently saying up to six for organizing guild goods, so it'll be like a tab for trade, trade skill stuff, and a tab for reputation stuff, and a tab for armor and stuff. Several hundred slots? Mm -hmm. Do they have a deal with Dell or, or Apple where you can get like a massive display with that for, uh, for a discount? Because you're going to need one if you want to see everything at once. Well, I'm sure that what their their this tab system is going to uh, is going to help. And you know, I don't know how many they mean by several. They could mean a couple hundred. Yeah. Uh, it says guilds can set ranks of people who are able to deposit but not withdraw, or people who are able to withdraw stuff. Um, hopefully, there'll be a way for a guild banker to approve deposits so you don't end up with bank space being taken up with crap. Mm. This was one of the things that they had in the EverQuest guild banks, if you recall, that people could deposit, but in order to be actually moved into the guild bank, s someone who was a designated guild banker, which could be an officer, didn't have to be, would have to approve the deposit. Mm -hmm. I remember that. This way you didn't end up with a bank filled with cats <laughs> or mystery <laughs> Why? Oh, good grief. <laughs> Did yes. you just did you did you just do that on purpose? Yes, I did. <laughs> so, <laughs> you want to explain to the nice. people at home about this? I once went to check my mailbox and I had, I believe it was 12 pages of cat cages. <laughs> cat cages. A, cat cages, a couple and granted we're, you know, we're we're hordes, so to get, you know, get cats from the cat lady takes a little extra rigging. Yes. I had a couple of a couple of uh, listeners of the podcast, uh, West Runner and uh, and Quags, uh, went and they apparently spent a ton of time buying cats, and then they had to transfer them over, and then they had to mail them to me. And the first thing I thought was, I wonder how long this took. And I asked them, I'm like, do you have any kind of mail mods? And they were like, no, we had to mail them one at a time. <laughs> Why why did Somebody's they mail lonely. you all those cats? I don't even remember. Because I like cats. <laughs> did you at least get a white kitten out of the thing? I I had white kittens, I had black kittens, I had Siamese kittens, I had Bombays. I was giving cats away to every every member of the guild I could find that wanted them. <laughs> I gave a bunch to the guild to give away for contest. I sold them on the auction house. It took me Almost four months to get rid of all of I'm the I'm going to have to send you a video of a large number of cats. Remind me to do that. I have to. I, I know where the link is. I'm going to have to send you that link. Please so, don't let them be in some poor woman's house. Um, they were. <laughs> a la Fark. No, I don't want to see that. <laughs> we don't want to see a collector. I was happy to get a white kitten for like 2G or something and the other day I was in Zangermarsh farming and I wound up getting a captured firefly ah Ooh, I like those and I, I thought saw, did, you, did you sell it like 400 gold or so on the auction well, house here's what happened I I wanted one for myself badly and I finally get it I'm, I was doing a quest with somebody and when you're in a group of course 
the, it alternates between two people if, if you have a two-person group. So, of course, it got to me. It, it fell to me to loot, and I wind up getting the Firefly. And I thought, oh, this is great. You know, I'll just send it to my main. And then I thought, mm, you know, I'm like 200G short of my level 60 epic mount. And I thought about it for a little bit, and I wound up selling it for 400G or something. I think it was like three, three yeah. or 400G. But and as soon as it right. was gone, I regretted it. And I knew that was going <laughs> to happen. So what do you think I did? Ran right back out there, and I got myself another one. How long did that take you? Hour and a half. That's not bad. For people I've playing at home, it doesn't always take an hour and a half because before then I was there on and off for hours, for weeks, and I never got one. Yeah, I've heard of people, you know, saying that they'd killed some ungod, like nine hundred of them. Before There's a guy in my guild who said, "I'll tell you." He says, "I'll tell you in a second how many I I killed," and, and he goes away for a second, and he comes back, and he says, "One thousand and twenty-three." Yep. And he finally There's a mod him. called Kill Log, I think it's called, that will count mm -hmm. the number of kills of a particular mob. And uh, I would be afraid. It's like it's like the all. I think it's there's, there's a mod called something like All Played that will show you the played times of all of your mm -hmm. all of your uh, characters. I don't want to know that number. <laughs> That's scary because I think of all the other things I could have done with that time. So some things are just better not known. That's a lot of knitted voodoo dolls. Yes. Yep. Well, anyway, back on task. Back on guild track, banks. Yeah. <laughs> Can't blame me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. That was that was that was mine. Uh, anyway, um, with guild banks, players of a certain rank, which the guild master can set, will be able to repair using guild funds rather than their own personal funds, and repair bots will have an option to draw funds from the guild bank rather than from personal funds. How, I don't know how ownership of this works, but I have seen instances where, where people would actually pick up and leave the guild and take a certain part of the bank with them. And hopefully now, this one, solves that problem. Well, one of the things that they did say was that all guild bank transitions are going to be recorded to a Blizzard website. So Ooh. all the transactions will have records, and in the event of scamming... Um, you can say to you can you can petition to uh, Blizzard's customer service and say, "Hey, this guy just took off with all this stuff from our guild bank." They will we've be able embezzled. to say, "Oh, it's no, we've been <laughs> we've been embezzled." Um, well, we had that problem with someone taking off with our guild bank for a while. We did, and uh, it was probably what a month, month and a half before that was all resolved. Um, but at least with this, you'll be able to say to Blizzard, "Hey, this guy, you know, look at your look at the records for the Guild Bank. This guy just took out, you know, a quarter of the Guild Bank and left." So there will be some way to track those transactions and to be able to do something about it. So they've already thought of this, and so there there has been some provision placed for getting back stuff. Nice, because I don't like seeing people getting screwed with the Guild Banks. Because a lot of people contributed to that and, and being right. that I, I got i personally got burned by it i know how difficult it can be for other people especially since the how people that stole the bank are just like real jerks about it sometimes yeah well, well I, I mean they're the kind of people that are going to steal a steal a you know bank i wouldn't expect them to be all politically correct afterwards <laughs> no oh my bad i didn't mean to take that no. with and, me. I, and i know Whoopsie. there are some people that were that were involved in that on on my side of it that still listen to the podcast they know what i'm talking about 
Yeah. We know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> it it, it was a bad. horrible time. We know where you raid. Yeah. <laughs> We're on to you. No, we, we, we log in one day and like, you know, like most of our molten core stuff is just gone. Good news, you don't need it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm so bright side, it should hurt. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Christy, um, we want you on every other week now. <laughs> uh-huh sure you do well you know my personal goal while i'm on this podcast is to have people leave reviews about how fantastic my voice is <laughs> uh, that was one oh, of the i've read some up. of the reviews in the past and they always they always mention the rin's voice that i and i and i stopped and i thought you know i talk to her five six seven nights a week and i've never really stopped to to listen to her voice and you know rin you do have a, a lovely voice oh, i'll leave you two alone <laughs> Well, I well, give it five stars. Well, Starman sounds like Howard Stern, so. <laughs> you know, people say that. I don't. I, I don't get it. That's because you don't really listen to yourself. No, I don't. That's why. I, I don't think you sound like him at all. I haven't heard you ask us to take our tops off yet. You sound nothing like him. <laughs> I'll tell no, you what. Act like you invite him, me but... on your show, and I'll, I'll maybe I'll do it. But I'm not doing it on this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because we have no standards. <laughs> you know what, how I didn't say that I wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't do it on this show. Right. We, we, oh, have, well. we have a rating to maintain, or a rating not to get. A reputation, um, which is now in the toilet. Yes. Anyway, um, for those people who use the X-Fire add-on, and for those who don't know what X-Fire is, it is a gaming add-on. lets you check friends online and what game they're playing. It also has a server browser, in-game instant messenger, and voice chat, that sort of thing. And a lot of people who play multiple games use it. Well, there's been a keylogger, which has cropped up on X-Fire. And it seems to be coming mostly in two different forms. One is a link which says something like, you know, if you like cars like this, or it'll show up as a YouTube link and those will go to keylogger sites so if you use Xfire be very careful about clicking unknown mm. links I just want to say that um, you mentioned what I did this week there's there is one thing that I forgot I spoke to every deity that people worship on this planet and I made a deal with them that every keylogger will now burn in hell <laughs> or, or something thereof Depending, I, I don't know. I, I would think that Loki would like uh, would, would would like keyloggers. Well, let's not get into that. Anyway, the but, <laughs> you know, look, I understand people in this world want to make a buck, but come on. Yeah. Excuse me. Go to, don't do it get, that go way. Go to hell. Right. Um, yeah, do real crime. Like, make it count. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> Stealing someone's game. I mean, it's it's that's low. People sat in chairs uh, any... for many, many hours to get to that point. I've got bed sores from this game, and how dare you <laughs> not respect my bed sores? Um, three little bits of news. I'm just going to kind of stick all into one because they're just basically small blizzard announcements. Uh, paid character transfers are down with no mm -hmm. announcement from Blizzard as to when they'll be reinstated. WoW is now accepting PayPal for payments, and... They're doing a promotion with DirecTV, which offers 11 months of World of Warcraft with every new subscription of DirecTV. So I've done all of Blizzard's plugs for them. So about this stomping of the paid character transfers, is that perhaps related to the selling of characters and they're trying to figure out 
Or is there actually something wrong with the process? They shut them down every now and then. I don't know why. Well, they they said it, it had to do with maintenance, but um, you make a good point that I hadn't thought of, that this might be in some way of trying to track down character sales, because, of course, one of the popular things to do is to transfer them to a new, a new server. Mm -hmm. Now, what's interesting about paid character transfers is if you are not the original owner of the of the account you can't do a server transfer but I'm not sure how they would necessarily know that you have to unless, trust the person unless, pretty implicitly in order to do something like that I give them all your personal information or, or have it there actually no wait I'm sorry I have to I have to go back a little bit has anybody noticed that on your personal info page um, on your account it no longer shows your full name address of I think don't know if it's phone number, but in, in your email address. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I, I, I went to mine and I, I was I was checking something. I don't know what it was, but it, it, now it just says like a partial a, a partial listing of your full name, and then it's it's like uh, star 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 at uh, something dot com. It, they're they're cutting down on actually showing your personal info, your all your personal information on your account because they probably know that this is going on they would have to be ignorant to, to realize this is actually going on as much as they try to stop it but the problem is that if you have access to somebody's account oh actually the keyloggers would also have um, access to your personal information so this this allows people to get your full name address phone number and um, email address now so thank you Blizzard well yeah, that's that's the other thing I thought of when you mentioned that was if they wanted to then ask you know quiz you on the on the information like what is your street address, and you can't tell them that's probably a sign that you weren't the original owner of the account. Right, and I don't know if I would be one. I've never sold an account except through EverQuest, which is all legal anyway. But mm -hmm. um, I would never want to give anybody my personal information just to make a couple hundred bucks. Right. Um, there were some clarifications on the voice chat system that's coming out with the next patch, and it was kind of interesting to to because I I remember reading this stuff about voice chat, and I wasn't really clear on exactly how this was going to work. So there were some things that uh, Netheria Nethera, mm -hmm. I guess it is, of Blizzard um, wrote that tells the different things that the voice chat will do. There will be standard raid group and one-on-one -on -one voice chat channels. Uh, raid leaders will have moderator rights to the raid chat and can mute players. Nice. You can have create vo custom voice channels just like you can create custom chat channels and custom voice channels can be password protected. This is the password protected thing I think is really good. Oh, of course. Because right now you, well, yeah. can't, you can't password protect a channel. If you have a, a, a custom chat channel, you can't password protect it. Now, as we know from our EverQuest days, or in any other game where you've had yeah, even uh, passworded channels, this people can wreak havoc with password channels by changing the password sure. on you and then closing them up. We used to have problems with that. Um, but I'm very happy that they're going to have the, the custom voice channels password protected. 
voice chat channels will have voice activated and the push to talk features. You can do either or. Nice. You'll be very happy about that, Christy. Christy never uses push to talk. <laughs> I, I refuse. I patently and have always refused to use push to talk. And for a while, I actually got to where I would use it. And people are like, why are you using that? We're missing so much of your good content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of her best stuff from metaphors. Says, is that what you're talking about? Uh, sure, metaphors. Uh-huh. <laughs> I use some awesome, wicked good similes, too. You should catch me. <laughs> um, the uh, I, I've gotten so addicted to push to talk that if I'm sitting in front of my keyboard on Skype, I'll be using my push to talk key while I'm recording and such. So I, I'm so used to it. I If I was carrying around a keyboard, I'd be pushing to talk, just talking to people on the street. So... Um, you can join multiple chat channels at once, but you can only talk in one of them at a time. As a chat channel is a limit of 40 people, but only four people can talk in it at one time. Now, I'm unclear on this one, because this is exactly how this was worded. Does this mean that you can only have four people talking over each other, talking at the same time, or you can only have four people in the channel who are authorized to talk in the channel at that I, time? I... I... It's just as confused as you about this also. I think it means if you're trying to expand the parameters of your barbershop quartet, you're screwed. Uh, so you don't have those deafening everyone screams into the into the vent channel at once when the <laughs> yeah. mob goes down. Striders East. Yeah. <laughs> the interface for the chat ch for the voice chat is going to be built into the current social interface so you won't have to toggle back between programs. It'll be right in the game. Uh, anyone on your ignore list will be automatically muted. And you can mute an individual player without ignoring them by right-clicking on their name. Nice. Though I don't know why you would want to ignore a guildie unless they're a complete jerk, but... <laughs> Let me count the ways! <laughs> oh, well, I... I, I love to. you, baby. I just hate the sound of your voice. Mm. <laughs> Um, it says, and this is, this is one of those, this is one of those quotes that I just have this feeling is going to bite Blizzard in the butt. Voice chat should not affect latency unless you are already <laughs> having performance <laughs> issues. <laughs> uh, what this probably means is that, yeah, it's probably going along the same packet line as everything else, but we'll, yeah. we'll see. It, it also probably means that they don't have a separate server for voice like the data is going to be pumped through the system just like all the other movement data and, and everything else that you do so, so blizzard owns the content of mm -hmm. what you type in like guild chat etc that's quote unquote theirs are they going to be <laughs> able to record and own probably anything that's a good point i didn't think of it so if you're sitting there cursing away at lady vaj yeah or or if if you and a friend are chatting about things, personal, personal business. business, you know, an iron forge of... in the rooms <laughs> the there, tram. Yeah, in the tram, business <laughs> in the tram, you're discussing the quality of the inn and Taryn mm -hmm. Mill. Yeah, you you know that Blizzard employees are putting best of CDs together. <laughs> well, I mean, here I have a problem with the concept of putting all of my eggs in the Blizzard basket. I'm going to be really resistant to give up Vent because Our Vent is, is completely controlled by that, you know. And and for instance, on those times when you're having disco problems with 
guild chat or whether in-game but not on your vent server or TeamSpeak server, you can communicate that through one method or, or the no, other. See, if Blizzard goes down, everything goes done. Down. See, I don't have a problem with Disco because I've got a big standee of John Travolta right behind me. But um, <laughs> I understand what you're saying. So, oh, our guild was talking about the same thing. Are we going to wind up giving up our vent server or not? And because if, if the server goes down, if Whisperwind or, or Boulderfist or whatever server you're on goes down, your communication about the fact that everything has gone down is down also. At mm -hmm. least with Vent, you can sit there and say, uh, Vent, the game's down. You you have a level of autonomy mm -hmm. then. Yeah. The, the downside, of course, That's is that somebody's, <laughs> somebody's got to pay for your Vent or TeamSpeak server. But at this day and age, it's not a lot of money. So no. this is really going to help the people that are, and, and, and no offense to these people, because you know it seems like every time I open my mouth, there's already somebody that says, "What do you have? About, what do you have against fourteen-year-olds? Uh, mm -hmm. People that just can't afford a vent server." So mm -hmm. many inappropriate comments. <laughs> no, I, I made I made Whoosh I made gone. I made a comment about uh, about younger kids in in guilds and. Oh, I know. I was talking the wrong kind of inappropriate. I know you are. The wrong kind of inappropriate <laughs> comment. Right. Well, Which we will save um, for analog, analog hole. Yes. <laughs> I, analog hole-ish. Well, on that note, they did say that parental controls will work for voice chat. Parents can set it up so their child cannot access voice chat, can listen but not say anything, or can have full access. <laughs> Listen, but not say anything. You know that. You well, know the let me tell you what I can do with that, that grain of knowledge. Oh, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Christy. No, I, th that was it. Oh, yeah. Just, I... <laughs> uh, use your imagination. Um, that actually, the, the can listen but not say anything. I I don't know as if if I was a parent that I would want my kid just listening in on someone's vent server. Knowing what our vent server's like, anyway. <laughs> or how salty things can get during raids, you know. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, I just don't think that's a, a really, really good idea. What I was going to, the other thing that I, I should mention before going back to the whole vent team speak thing, because I, I do want to return to that, is the last part was a voice chat will not work in guild chat, say, Global defense, trade, or in any public chat channels. Thank God. <laughs> because really, do you need to hear Baron's chat? Oh, no. God, really? No. 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 <laughs> Not at all. But, I mean, the question that you guys beat me to is, do you think that this is going to be uh, the death knell of TeamSpeak and Vent servers? Nah. And from what I hear you guys saying, it's no. no. Well, Vents and TeamSpeak isn't reliant solely on WoW. Why WoW may surely be the largest MMO out there. People do play other games. <laughs> no! It's true. Say it isn't so. I yeah, mean, I... heck, there are still people playing EverQuest, <gasps> you know? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. There's people Green play giant. Ultima Online or City yeah, of I mean, Heroes or... No, even, even frankly... things like Battlefield. Like, Unreal Tournament has its own built-in uh, voice server, but... Frankly, it stinks, and it's. Mm -hmm. But but the good thing about it is it's good for pickup groups. But if you're in a hardcore guild, uh, you you want your own server. I see the voice chat as being primarily useful 
for people who are not in guilds or for people who are running with people from other guilds who do not allow other people from other guilds on their vent mm-hmm. servers. Which happens a lot. It'll be a great boon to pugs, because then you'll be able to hear how retarded the other person <laughs> yeah, is. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> and be like, oh, never mind, you, I'm You out get of like here. some level 70 warrior who you know, like talks smack in Iron Forge, and you get him on voice. <laughs> He's 10. I'm going to pwn you right in the face. Oh, you <laughs> feel like... I can't even do it. I'm My voice here. is so low, I can't even attempt to do a ten-year-old. But not without the not without I, the assistance of helium. Or no, I just, helium I just I just I can get my daughter down here to try it, but no, it's just, just there's. <laughs> oh my oh my gosh, guys! I'm, I'm so excited to play with you today, and I I have to get done before dinner is ready. Can we get this going, please? <laughs> you sound like Beef, like me the squirrel. Can you flag so I can kill you, please? <laughs> Did you ever hear that that or watch that video of the kid whose mom told him to stop playing WoW? Oh, oh yes, yep. Oh god, we laughed our bums off over that. Yep, I said. Bum. I was gonna say that, yes. there was a definite hesitation before the word bum wasn't there. You I did. Back I was and, like, you know, I had to cycle we through. We appreciated that. It was like the scene from the Matrix in my head. Like, Deja vu. I was scanning for words that that wouldn't change your rating. <laughs> Um, but, you know, the thing is, is and, and I th- I think that was a good point, that people do things other than just play the game on vent servers. And I'm not even talking about anything, you know, dodgy or anything <laughs> like that. But, you know, frankly, Christy and I will get on to the vent server and talk about real estate. Because... <laughs> Did you have to do that? <laughs> Next thing you know, you're going to tell them I'm an accountant, and then the whole aura is going to be gone. <laughs> the whole mystique. Oh, but she's you are an, accountant? an accountant. Crap! <laughs> you are an accountant. <laughs> no, you know, as as many of our listeners know, that you know, Kragler and I are are having a house built, and Christy's looking at, at looking at real estate for a move, and so we get on vent and we talk about real estate. So sometimes I send her pictures of the ugliest bathroom I've seen that day. It's fun. Yes, yes, we. we <laughs> She she shows me all sorts of, of great and ugly bathrooms. I should send you uh, pictures of one of the kitchens. houses we looked at 15 or so years ago. It was all pink, inside and out. <laughs> now, wait a minute. I take a front no, to that. No, if you saw this house, Just I don't care how much Just because it's pink you... doesn't mean it's bad. Um, if you saw the house, there wasn't anything in the house that wasn't painted some shade of pink. Well, the reason I'm laughing is because he doesn't know what I look like, does he? No. Well, <laughs> what are you pink? <laughs> Her hair is. Uh, look, having it on top of your head is one thing. Living in it is another. Well, the other the reason I was laughing was not just because Christy has pink hair, but because so many of the houses that she showed me are all are all painted pink on the inside. Which I'm like, who the hell paints? I found a house, the entire exterior of this two-story house, pink. Yeah. And I thought, I could rock that, but I wouldn't want to. <laughs> right. Or this like marbled pink, like you know, the interior of a Barbie dream house, pink. Yeah, this this bathroom. was bad. I mean, we, we go to the outside of the house, and we're driving up the real estate agent, and he shows us this house, and we're like, that one? The pink one? 
All right, and we go inside, and this room is pink, and this other room is another shade of pink, and the trim is pink, and the bathroom is pink, and the bedroom is pink, and the living room is pink, and I just went, we're at. Oh, maybe someone so. had a Pepto Bismol uh. fetish. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the other thing. A lot of these are not attractive shades of pink either. It's like you know Pepto Bismol or bubblegum pink, mm-hmm. which you know on an entire an entire room just is just does not work. Uh, there's this one kitchen that had pink countertops. It was it was awful. But anyway, back to Ventura. Wow, and that was speak. some tangent, um, wasn't it? Yeah. All the real estate. <laughs> yes. Um but um but my point is is you know, you get on, you'll talk to your friends about other stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times when I'm on talking on that, I'm not in a group or a raid. I'm just out farming or playing with one of my alts or whatever. And we're not talking about the game or who's pulling what. We're we're talking about whatever else is going on. We're talking about raids coming up that weekend or who's going on what vacation or, you know, real estate or cats or whatever. You know, there's a lot of other things that we talk about. So... I think, as I said, for ungilded people or for people who tend to run with a lot of different people from different guilds or people who can't afford vent servers, I think that this will be really great. But I don't, at least for the for the short term, I don't see it replacing, um, I don't see the in-game voice chat replacing either or either Ventrilo or, or TeamSpeak. No, I don't either. I just... It does kind of scare me, though. <laughs> it's, you know, because... Yeah. For the same reason that it will, it's good that it will be accessible to people, you know, to, to younger people who may not be able to afford, you know, a, a, a vent server or can't run a TeamSpeak server. It, it scares me because even though they've enacted parental controls on it, you don't generally have a problem online with people who are exercising their parental, you know, role over their children in in the world of gaming and etc. You don't normally have a problem in those cases. The cases that the problems come from are when parents aren't paying attention mm-hmm. and, and those parents yes. aren't going to know about parental controls and it's one thing to have a naked night elf dancing on a mailbox in the middle of Iron Forge. It's another for that naked night elf to say want to talk and then the next thing you know you've got uber perv <laughs> in a private chat to, like, some, it, with a 13 year old you know that people are going to be you know? trying to get like groups with it, people just to see if they can find girls well it's, right? and it's gonna it's gonna i'm worried it's gonna my spaceify Ooh, that's right you're right a little you know a little bit and it's it's you know it's it's gonna you're gonna have some of the problems with you know much i love my underage <sighs> crime and exploitation a la MySpace. Oh, and I'm, I'm worried that that's going to lead to bringing negative attention to Warcraft. <laughs> right, especially since, you know, the, the, vent and, the Vent and TeamSpeak servers that exist now could be used for that, but mostly those are the property of guilds. Mm-hmm. So, in, in usually established guilds, some people do have private Vent servers or private... Yeah, um, I do. TeamSpeak servers, but that requires some effort. You know, someone's actually got to go in, they've got to download a program, they've got to configure it to get onto a server. It takes a little bit more work, and whether or not that would be useful for the purposes of, you know, soliciting a miner, you know, how are you going to get the miner to set all that up? But... If it's built into the game... If it's built into the game, it's real easy. Yeah. uh, So, yeah, I think that the parents out there 
uh, frankly, if I had if I had children who were playing World of Warcraft, I'd be in those parental controls and I'd be turning off the voice access. Yeah, yeah I, it, it's a good point you brought up about MySpace because I just despise it. I think I've been on there five times only to look at like like a friend of mine from high school linked me uh, a picture from a party once, and you know and that was it. I mean, I can't stand the place. It's just yep. no. Sorry, Starman. You have two. You have two little girls. Yes. How would you feel about them having access to the voice? It channel? won't happen. I have a machine behind me, and my oldest plays on it, and I hear everything. And as soon as I hear that little whisper sound, boom! I'm spinning around in my chair. I'm like, no, no, no. Or if I if I uh, if I hear the thing about inviting, uh, getting invited to a group, boom! Spin in the mm-hmm. chair again. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh not happening mm-hmm. i just i tell her i said no it's just not happening now granted the the person on the other end does not know that there's a real girl on the other end because mm-hmm. my assumption when i play this game is that everybody even if it's a female avatar if if everybody's a guy unless proven otherwise and in fact christy i don't think you really have pink hair i i have no proof so it's true <laughs> there there are absolutely no pictures of me online with pink hair there aren't it doesn't exist Yes. Not on my MySpace page, not on my live journal, but it doesn't happen. No. <laughs> but anyway, I just Which... I just don't want to I don't want to take that chance as as a responsible parent. I just want to make sure that that just never happens. Right. But see responsible parents aren't the problem. I know. No, they're not. It's the vast majority of the parents who are putting unsupervised computers in their kids rooms and their kids are in there with the door locked oh yeah and... my kid's not getting a computer they're getting a stack of legos and they're gonna <laughs> oh, my kids had the legos i They've loved legos up. legos and lincoln logs and you're gonna shut up about it <laughs> somewhere in my house i actually have a time-lapse movie i made of a building that i made in legos when i was 12 <laughs> okay but anyway um <laughs> after that that was the geek admission for this for this episode yeah it was um the last little bit I wanted to do was just a very quick uh, blurb. But the last that one a was supposed of, to be real quick, but yeah, whatever. A couple <laughs> of friends uh, of of, uh, of Chrissy's and mine, uh, Chris and Dave, have started their own podcast called In the World. And it's a World of Warcraft podcast. They've just come out with their first episode. And their address is intheworldpodcast.com. That should be relatively easy. It's all one word. And uh, so go check that out. Uh, I listened to, I listened to ep- it this afternoon. I listened to it this morning. And, I listened um, to Rob I Zombie think that... today. I, I didn't listen to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're like, um, I suck. <laughs> those of you who have been listening to our shows all along, uh, Chris was on our Guild Management podcasts, episodes 42 and 43, I believe, uh, as they. And so you you have heard one of the hosts before, and we wish them luck and uh, keep an eye out for their episodes. We're turning into, like, the All in the Family uh, (laughs) podcast, right? Because there's All in the Family, and then there's the Jeffersons, which was a spinoff of All in the Family. So we're we're turning (laughs) And you knew who you were then. It's like they get a thousand girls, one man, one man. People are, like, spinning off our show. So I think that that pretty much uh, wraps it up for the news. (laughs) We're 60 minutes in, so um, what were we going to talk about? Am I coming back for part two sometime in the future? (laughs) (laughs) No, we'll we'll do some. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, I just, I I was going to do a a letter. I'll 
table that for next time. Um, but the the main reason, other than the fact that I, I knew that she'd be terribly amusing, that I that I wanted Christy to come on and I asked her to come on to the show was to talk about Battlegrounds because I don't really do Battlegrounds and I've never done Eye of the Storm, so I would be interested to know what is Eye of the Storm and why would I ever want to go there? Well, Rin, the reason you'd want to go to Eye of the Storm is because it's a level 70 battleground that Blizzard has instituted as part of its uh, Burning Crusades expansion. The setting is Nether Storm. The scene? Chaos. Okay, seriously. Dun, dun, dun. Um, <laughs> this is where I put my um, finger on the on the bleep button. Go ahead. <laughs> you won't need that till I actually start talking about my personal experiences, and then you may need it. Um, <laughs> I can neither deny or confirm that I will get a little little eager during my conversation of that. Eye of the Storm is what I would consider to be the most balanced battleground that Blizzard has put on. It's taken elements um, from several other battlegrounds, as well as some of the uh, world PvP aspects of it. Um, it, it has um, aspects of uh, capturing towers like you do in, in Plaguelands, uh, Bone Wastes, and uh, Hellfire. It has flag running, kind of like Warsong Gulch, and it has a, you know, a crediting, which is really where the bulk of the points come from, of assets, uh, a la Ultra, uh, not Ultrac Valley, but Arathi Basin, rather. And, um, and those, those marry together to create the Eye of the Storm uh, experience. While it's set in Nether Storm, it doesn't allow the use of flying mounts, which kind of sucks a little. But... <laughs> A little. Just a little, whatever. Um, <laughs> not a lot. Just a little. Just um, a little. Just a little suckage. <laughs> just, just a little, just a little tiny bit of the suckage. Um, it, it actually, you know, looking at a map and being on the map. Like, if you look at a map of Alterac Valley, you have no idea just exactly how fubard the map is. Because you <laughs> don't get a feel for dimension. Mm -hmm. You got that right. Yeah. There's, you don't get a sense of whether or not there's balance on the map. You get, not only when you look at the map and layout for Eye of the Storm, but when you're on the map, it's actually really balanced. If you picture a clock face, the Alliance starting area is at 12. The Horde would be at 6. The only problem with the Horde starting area is it's actually elevated on a floating piece. And if you don't know and jump off, you'll lose three quarters of your life just hitting the ground. Ow. Mages, I recommend a little slow fall action mounting up and flying off in your, into the direction of your choice. Um, from there... The layout kind of goes to where there are four towers that you can cap. There's a Mage Tower, a Draenei Tower, a Fell Reaver Tower, and a, a Blood Elf Tower. Um, those are located at uh, positions 2, 4, 8, and 10. So, and the entire circumference of the map is connected either through landmass or bridges. Because, you know, you can't really complain in a battleground if you're not complaining about people fighting on bridges. <laughs> Like really, that just kind. Of, I think I think the bridges are pretty much all they brought from Alterac Valley. We're like, here's your bridge, fight on it. <laughs> aren't there, the, there aren't there more than one bridge in either? There, there's there's a bridge that leads from the Draenei Tower to the Blood Elf Tower, and on the opposite, which are, are two and four, there's 
On the opposite side, there is a bridge that leads from the um, Mage Tower to the Fell Reaver Tower, which actually isn't a tower, it's just a giant Fell Reaver, like dead Fell Reaver thing, but it's the Fell Reaver Tower. Um, there's a bridge that leads there. In the very center of the map is a flag, and there's a land structure that runs from 12 o'clock through the center to 6 o'clock that connects, and in the very center of that is where the flag spawns small detail that a lot of people don't know about is on the on both sides of that center strand of land that connects are two um on on one side on the side closest to the drain eye and the blood elf is a full landing that goes all the way across yet is about say 20 feet below the platform and on the other side it doesn't connect all the way but if you're paying attention you can get from one side to the other primo primo place to do things like geometry exploits and um not that i would advocate geometry exploits <laughs> i'm just saying they're there word. should you I, I want you to know what to watch out for how's that i'm helping you um so and, and that's that's you know really good so each team starts off with um with players and it's basically a race to capture towers you the capturing of towers is similar to Arathi Basin, except that the, there's a point structure to it. You get a for each asset that you own, calling the towers assets. It's like one point for you know one tower. You get two points if you have two towers. If you have possession of three towers, you get five points. And if you have all four towers, ta towers capped. Excuse me, you get ten points per per second tick. So if you cap four. It really helps move things along. While this is going on, you have the option of capturing a flag in the center and then running it to any of the towers that your faction holds or, you know, that your side holds where you get 75 points for a tower tap. So, and that's, that's the basic intro to, to Eye of the Storm. Nice. Now, so. when you capture is when you capture a tower, is it immediate or is it like in Alteric Valley where it takes a while for a tower to flip? Well, the it it's like capturing the towers in the Bone Waste, for example, mm -hmm. in in Alshandan, um, where the more people that you have, the faster the tower will flip. In ah, Alterac okay. Valley, the amount of people that you have has no bearing on how fast you'll flip the resource or the tower. The problem is, and the, the one thing that I find a lot of people don't realize is, there's a cap on how many people can flip a tower. You will, you will speed up the rate at which the tower flips up to five members. So if you've got eight people hanging out flipping a tower, three of them are wasting your life. Huh. Mm -hmm. You know? So... So the, the idea, my, my preferred method of going into an Eye of the Storm is, you know, to get a group of five people going to one, at, one tower. Usually, usually the Horde tries for Fell Reaver and um, Blood Elf Towers first, and the Alliance goes for Mage Tower and Drain Eye Tower. And my, my suggestion, you know, or a technique to try is to take five people to Fell Reaver, five people to Blood Elf, or the opposite towers for, for your side, and then t send five people up the middle to get the flag. The reason being, that's the max amount of people that are going to be able to flip. Odds are they're not going to send enough people to take both towers. If you can get a jump on capturing both towers and hold those two towers and have a group concentrated on running the flag, 
then you'll get an advantage. And after you've got a good lead, then you can try to cap three to four towers. The problem mm -hmm. is, because it requires more people to cap the resources, if you're just going one person over there to flap a, you know, cap a resource, not only is it going to take longer, but they're going to be much more vulnerable mm -hmm. in, in terms of if anyone comes to attack. So if you're really just going to send one person over there to, to, try, to um, try to cap a tower, they're going to cap it, but they're going to have to spend a lot longer there than if they go over with and a people group. are going to notice once it happens on the other side. Yeah, well, you get notice. You know, it, it obviously it puts a notice across the screen, and and similarly to when uh, in Arathi Basin, there is a you know at the top of your of your screen, you can see how many how many assets are held and what the score is, and you can also see who's running the flag. The biggest problems that I tend to see in Eye of the Storm are groups try to do a mass zerg. Mass zergs work, except it only takes one person to flip it after you leave. A and B, if you're going to zerg one point, then you don't have anyone guarding anything else. And you don't get points for capping the same tower ten times. You get your points by capping the tower and holding the tower. So it doesn't do you any good to zerg and lose other towers. The other problem that people tend to have is they don't focus on capturing the flag. I've seen Eye of the Storms lost simply because the other side was much more efficient at getting and running the flag. And if you've got a good group and it's it's each of you holding on to two towers, the flag is what makes it. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, it, that that's really it's 75 points a pop, and in a 2,000-point game where you've both got the same resources for the same amount of time, that 75 points is important. So... So... About how long yeah. does a typical game yeah, run? 20, 20 or so minutes, and you'll like this, Ren, because more times than not, at the top of the damage meters and damage done in an Eye of the Storm, you'll find Warlocks. Please. Oh, of course. Well, <laughs> that's well. because we, we, do the, we do the spray the dots method. You just dot everything in sight, so you got, every, you got things running on everybody. People need to be nerfed that's big the, time. That's the key. Well, that, the, the, that's one the, of the things that actually I something really that, that this is actually something I was explaining to to Christy earlier in a in a discussion about actually it was about Gruel was one of the reasons that uh, um, or not about Gruel about Karazhan that one of the th reasons that the warlocks end up on the top is the top of those damage meters is because basically we have the method of it's not going to be crowd controlled dot it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, the, I mean, in all seriousness, so. the reason why you guys have such a serious advantage is because you're subtle about it. You don't show up on the threat mm -hmm. beaters so much as, as like if, if you're a mage like me and you're doing a lot of burst DPS and you know, the, the mob is going to look at you and go, um, stop it. Whereas if you're subtle about it, <laughs> And you can cast the dots on, yeah, well, on top of things, and <laughs> it's it's going to be like a like a nasty yep. rash. Yep. Well, and the the big thing in battlegrounds is is it doesn't take a lot for a for a, a warlock, for example, to hide behind some kind of obstruction and just tag people as they run yeah, by. I hate you. It's not like a hunter mm -hmm. where they're throwing or you know shooting something at you, where you've got this big red pet in your face. Yeah, you you run next you know, to a warlock like in a battlegrounds, and and all of a sudden, <laughs> your 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 little meter with all your with all your debuffs, yeah, with all your debuffs on, it's just like. Red, 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 red. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. 
I mean, it's it's like I said, yeah, it's not like you it's can't tell where it's who's, coming who's from. carving tracheotomies and colostomies. You know, <laughs> they're you know, it's, you don't see the warlock. That was quite visual. Yes. Wasn't well, it? okay. It's just... <laughs> yeah. I I liked that actually. <laughs> that that was a, that was a good way to do it. But anyway, um, what was I gonna say? I don't remember. What were you gonna say? <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, anyway, for so. So, you know, you, you, that, and that's that's one of the good things about the controlled resource method of Battlegrounds that Blizzard has going right now with Warcraft is, you know, you can go into an Alterac Valley and it can take 17 minutes or it can take hours. Mm, been there. Lately, mm -hmm. because of the because of the, the methods and things that are going on in Alterac Valley lately, it's much more common to get in a 17-minute one than a 7-hour one. But there were days, and I recall them, when you would get up Saturday morning and mean to log in and just do a quick Alterac Valley, and you'd be there eight hours later, mm -hmm. a la South Park, calling mm -hmm. for, like, hot pockets and potties. Well, so. I don't know about so much about potties, <laughs> but, know. yeah. <laughs> there, I have been in some rather long Alterac Valleys myself. So, I mean, it, it, it doesn't allow for that, which I really, really appreciate. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, you go in, and on a double honor weekend for Eye of the Storm, they really do, you'll, you'll go in there, and, and sometimes you get totally trampled on, and it turns out to be a, you know, seven-minute affair, it, 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 which the entire time you end up, like, refusing to res and, you know, laying there in fetal position calling for mommy. <laughs> but sometimes it goes really well. I've been in some of those so. wrathy basins where where you do that. Where you just say, "Look, I'm not even bother. I'm not even going to bother to res. I'm not going to be honor points with these guys. Just run over us. Let's get I... out of here." <laughs> <laughs> now, but one there's of the things the, that I the... have heard. Go ahead. No, I. Go ahead. No, 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 you. Uh... No, go ahead. <laughs> you. No, I really, you. Jeez. <laughs> oh, anyway, um, all I was going to say was. I've heard people say that the Eye of the Storm is in some ways a response to the, all the mistakes that, that Blizzard made with previous battles. Oh, battles. sure. And uh, does, that, does that seem to be an accurate uh, thing? And what are some of the things... Okay, let's start the Rantathon now. What are some of the things <laughs> about the old battlegrounds that are causing problems? Here's where One we of the get biggest problems... <laughs> <laughs> one of the biggest problems with Warsong Gulch, and I'll start with Warsong Gulch because that's one of the earlier level battlegrounds that you can do. Um, I think there's so there's such a short area to actually run, and a common a common ploy in there where the the goal is to get to the enemy's base, capture the flag, and run it back to your base. One of the most annoying and common ploys is for someone to run up onto the roof of their building with with your flag. Oh yeah. And just stand there. That drives me nuts. Like that—that that mm -hmm. is what. No, really. Let if you want to lose, lose. If you want to win, win. Seriously, screw it on. Let's go. I've got things to do. I've seen people do so that where it, they just sit there and they and they. It's called turtling. And and yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what they do is they just sit there while the other team's just going, uh, what's going on? And then you try to go up there, and then well, and the somebody gets a is, clue that you know the flag is on the roof. And half the team is up there just obliterating people because there's no other way up there except for one tiny little like little area. Warsong Gulch is won only by capping the flag. Mm -hmm. First team to three caps wins. So if if you're gonna get catch a turtle fest, 
and it happens much more on double honor weekends because they want to farm honor mm -hmm. kills you know they'll do that and that's not an uncommon thing to have happen and it sucks it really does it the worst is when they when they graveyard camp in Warsongo oh, because yeah. there's no other place you get to there's no other place to res that's it and if you get a a particularly snarky warlock for example who's going to camp your graveyard and just dot you as soon as you res you just end up not resing because you know really I could go eat pizza. Mm -hmm. There was a so, uh, warlocks are warlocks are bad. Rogues are really bad about about graveyard camping too. I mean, I've gotten yeah owned by rogues. Graveyard and it's not honorable. And, and I realize it's a game no, and everything, not... but you know, if you're gonna play the game, play it honorably. Seriously, I mean, don't. Yeah, don't just don't just go after sitting ducks. No, because because what I mean because uh, your well, name is out there and. Eventually, what is going to wind up happening is that if you make a bad name for yourself, people are just not going to want to play with you or your guild. There was, there was a guild uh, when I was on Boulder Fist. There was a guild that would. Uh, there are a couple guilds that were actually very good to run with, uh, run against, I should say, where you knew that it was going to be a challenge. And then there were some guilds that you would go up against, and people would just we would take the the fifteen minute uh, penalty, and just say screw this. Mm -hmm. There's just no point in it. Because we knew they were going to play dirty, yep. camping graveyards and, and things like well, that. Well, if you want to talk about dirty, we can uh, move to Alterac Valley because that place lately uh, has been a hole. Hoping you were talking about something else. What? Like, <laughs> well, what, what <laughs> were you hoping I was going to talk about? Nothing. I'll see what I can nothing. do, big boy. Skirting <laughs> the explicit tag. <laughs> We were uh -huh. talking before the show about how close uh -huh. we could skirt the explicit tag, and here we go. I see. No, go I ahead. see. Yeah. Well, the, the big Alterac Valley is an abortion of battlegrounds, yeah. in short. <laughs> and it all starts with one basic premise. It's too big. The Alliance starting cave is not even on the map and is virtually impossible to get to. Isn't it? It's not on the map? I guess I never noticed. It's not on the map. You know why I never noticed? Yeah, Probably because there's so the map, many dots. Yeah, if you look on the map, it's not even on the map. Yeah, I mean, you might be right. Yeah. The Horde starting cave is right out on flat, flat ground, out in the open. Anyone can get to it. And there's no defense against it anyway, which is kind of the story, the sad, sad story that is the Alliance versus the Horde makeup of Alterac mm -hmm. Valley. On flat paper, you don't get a feeling for it, but... The, the map is the largest single obstacle in Alterac Valley with respect to Alliance versus Horde. Yes. You know, there are... And the, well, the way... Uh, the second biggest blockage of problems is people who sit in the cave and don't actually do mm -hmm. anything. I've seen that. And there's a special mm -hmm. level in Dante's Infernos for those people. Yeah, along with the key Let loggers. me just tell you. So... Yes, AF cavers. The AF cavers, yeah. So and, and it's the problem not is just you get like one or two people. No, lately it's gotten really bad, and on a double honor weekend, you'll find fifteen to twenty people on the horde side sitting there. And I think one of the reasons it's predominantly a horde problem is due to the distribution of horde versus alliance on pretty much all of the servers, where there are so many alliance people compared to so few horde. Alliance people sometimes queue up an hour, you know, sometimes more, just to get in. 
some of the battlegrounds sometimes. And if you're waiting for an hour, it's not it's not going to behoove you in terms of time as a resource to wait for an hour to get that, you know, honor. And so you don't get it as much. The Horde, you can get into a battleground within 10 minutes, usually, on, on a lot of the servers. So why not go in there, sit in the cave, and get your welfare epics? <laughs> welfare you know, or, or, or get your gear upgrades. And the way it is, is you literally can sit in the cave and any time a tower is capped and burns, any time, you know, any honor is earned, you can sit in the cave, not have done any damage, any healing, or anything, and you get all the benefits of all the people that are working their tushes off, trying to, like, progress and win. And with the map as imbalanced as it is, you're already literally working uphill. Literally. And, yes, <laughs> literally. literally. Oh, yeah. For those of you who haven't been in an Alterac Valley, the main objective points are to kill, you know, commandery-type people at the base camps of the opposite side. To get to the Alliance's um, base of operations, you have to get across a bridge that has like a 50 or 60 foot drop, and that's the only way to get right. in there. You also have to really have to capture a graveyard, which <laughs> is right in front of the bridge, which is surrounded on three sides, the only by these tall, sheer cliffs. The only way you can get into there is to go around it via the bridge side. Or drop down the cliffs to get down into there. So or what's got, called the low road. Or the low God road. God help the low road. Well, the low road, you have to come up and you, you've got these cliffs on either side. You've got this bottleneck where you can have range casters and range DP, other range DPS standing on the cliffs shooting at you as you as you're coming through this gauntlet. So in order, and then you've got to get around the end of one of these cliffs to get to the get to the graveyard. So you've not only got the bridge as a choke point, you've got this graveyard which is protected on three sides. Once you cross the bridge to get to the base camp, you have towers that have archers that have ranges on weapons that no player in the game right. has, mm -hmm. like these insane flaming arrows of doom. You have to kill the archers in order to get your team over because any clothy person is not going to be able to take many hits from the fire archers. No. So you have to then get into there and have to take out each separate tower. Now, on the opposite side of the map, to get to the horde center base, um, you kind of just have to ride up a snow a snow hill and um, jump over a like a five foot tall privacy fence, kind of like you're sneaking sneaking into your neighbor's uh, swimming pool. Not <laughs> that you would know anything um, about that. Not that I've ever done that, and not that I condone it, kids, because that's <laughs> trespassing, and trespassing is against the law. Unless you're playing battles. So. <laughs> oh, and but the bat and the the access graveyard for that is in the middle of a field. Yeah, the the hordes last before their main area's battleground. It's just a big open graveyard in a field accessible from 360 degrees. Mm -hmm. To cap the towers, you need to cap. Um, you can you can get and kill people or archers from one tower while standing on the other tower. They're like five feet apart. Actually, if with those towers, can't you sort of get in before the archers even see you? You can. 
That's the other thing. So. So you've got this huge imbalance, and so to have people sitting instead of fighting, you're pretty much saying the horde, the horde never wins. It's, it's, you know, when the horde wins, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. The only real exploit is the horde can get to the alliance, the alliance base, and they can, they can pull, if they're smart, the last guy without pulling anyone else in the room. What happens is you have tower objectives, and if you capture the towers, then it spawns a lieutenant in the opposite faction that helps guard. For example, if the Horde capture, you know, the Alliance towers, it then puts several more defenders in the room with the end general guy. Mm -hmm. Right. The Horde is able to currently pull the Alliance end guy, uh, Van, they are if they if they do it well and right and they don't get a bunch of people running in there they can pull him without pulling any of the other guards that is something that blizzard has said that they will be trying to address in the future in the future in a year or two you would well you know in the future we're gonna all live on the moon too so Flying let's sit cars, around and smoke right. peyote and wait for that to happen <laughs> so not that i'm condoning the smoking of peyote kids it too is illegal <laughs> um so, I mean, and, and that's, that's really the problem, is you go in, you've got 40 people, 15 to 20 people are, are sitting around in the cave, and, and more times than not, and if you ever go into an Alterac Valley, and you have people complaining about how quickly or how slowly you're going, if you check them, you will more times than not find out that they are sitting in the cave, not doing anything. And the reason they're complaining is because you're not earning them honor fast enough and not ending the match fast enough because they're in it to get as much honor as they can because if, if they win, they either want to lose quick or win quick. And if they find out you're not going to win quick, they want you to just stop playing so that they can then get into the next one and get more honor. Which, so, which oh, yeah, by the way, I, doesn't guarantee... Getting out quick doesn't guarantee you're going to get a better group next time because you can just wind up no. being grouped with the same boneheads that you were before. If you're in the horde, odds are you'll get grouped with the same boneheads, because mm -hmm. it turns over quickly mm -hmm. enough. But the, the 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 point is 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 that if they get into as many Alteric valleys as they can, they'll get more honor. Now, has there been anything that Blizzard has said that they're going to do about any of this? Or they they have they they said they're going to address the the horde pulling area. They really don't have any interest and in, and really just generally don't address the map imbalances. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, it would be cool if kind of like in a football game, you flipped a coin at the beginning of an Alterac Valley to find out which side you were going to start on. That's not a bad idea. You but know, then you have to change all the artwork unless you unless well, you have a different map. Well, it, you don't really have to change that much of the artwork, though. You know, because a flag is neutral until you capture it. Or, you know, so you leave them neutral like you do in the towers and other places. Like, when, when you start an Eye of the Storm, all of the towers are tapped neutral flags. And once you, once you, you know, basically collect the flag, grab the flag, touch the flag, whatever. Once you gear the flag, I don't know. Um, I'm going to just sit here and keep coming up with different things to say that none of which are correct. Um, <laughs> you neglected to mention the flagpole. The flagpole. Once you grope the flagpole, then the flag will flip <laughs> to the, you know, to, to your side's flag. And, and they could do something like that. And that would certainly do a lot to help 
help address the imbalance issue where Blizzard wouldn't need to then redesign the you know the the map or you know any of the artwork and and God knows if they're not going to redesign tier sets I don't know why we'd ask them to redesign a battleground <laughs> um well we'll just shade this a little different color of blue and we'll call it tier 12 <laughs> and um so I mean that's that would do a lot the question then is would that stop all the QQing you know, if, if if they fix the map imbalance in such a way, but what they're what they've said that they're finally going to do, and they mentioned this at BlizzCon, is they're supposed to be coming up with a um, a way to report the people in the cave. Now, before Blizzard came out and did this, I spent an insane amount of time coming up with ways to help fix AV, and I thought these will help. and And it was before I had the epiphany, the come to God moment of. Blizzard doesn't actually really care about regular PvP right now. Blizzard has a total chub fest for arena. <laughs> yep. And if you wanna if you if you need any proof of that, look at the arena gear versus oh, versus the PvP gear. To get the most base arena gear. All you need to do is go in and lose ten times, lose three, like get a group together, say a group of 5v5, go in, lose ten matches, and after a couple of months, you're going to have some really awesome gear just from losing all of that. I can guarantee you, if you took that same amount of time and put it into running, running quote-unquote old world PvP, or even Eye of the Storm, at the at the end of X, you know, at the end of ten matches, you know, over the same amount of weeks, you're going to have enough points to buy water for the battleground. <laughs> I've played Arena. I I really despise it. It's just not my thing. It's too claustrophobic. It's it doesn't allow a person to really show their talents except in a closed area, and sometimes it's just not the best way for players to to play their characters, and. It's like 30 seconds long, and if you've got the right gear and the right group makeup, i.e. a pally and a warrior mm -hmm. with the right spec, you are nigh unstoppable because a lot of the current warrior specs just make them really beefy right. rogues. Right, and, and one thing you I know? like about I mean, as many problems <laughs> as Alterac Valley has, I like the epic feel of you know, in the scope of the thing. You feel like you're in a you battle. You feel like you're there. You're, you're a part of something. Whereas when you're in an arena, it's like somebody just threw you to Lions, and I just really don't like it. And the fact that you have to do arena to get the decent gear, I just completely gave up on it. Well, and even a, even a bigger insult to the fact that the focus is largely on arena versus regular PvP is... The fact that they're now going to make, you know, Season 1 Arena available oh, yeah. with PvP points. So when Season 3 comes out of Arena, you're going to be able to buy three-year-old crap <laughs> <laughs> with your honor point. You know, we don't want to wear this crap anymore. We've sent it to the Goodwill, and the goodwill we'll let you buy it yeah, exactly. if you've scraped enough points with your pathetic PvP honor. Like, <laughs> gee, thanks, guys. Can I lick your boots, too? <laughs> Oh, please, sir, can I have some more? Please, sir, may I have some more? <laughs> and it's it's totally like that. And, it, you know, it, it's really sad. And, and quite possibly the only thing worse than, than that is the world PvP aspects mm -hmm. that Blizzard has enacted. 
And the one thing that really just irks the bleeping, 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 bleeping <laughs> out of me, <clears throat> I've self-bleeped, is <laughs> the fact that for some reason, and, and this may be the thing that rocks your socks the hardest on a PvP server, and if this is what if this is what does it for you, that's awesome. But if you're on a PVE server and you like to spend your nights alone killing lobby NPC quest givers in opposite faction towns, Ugh. I've got a sock you can choke on. <laughs> so I mean, I'm like, and it really just irks me. I'm like, you know what? I realize that you pay your money to do, you know, to do whatever, but really, think about all the other people that are paying their money, and you're really ruining their game experience. One of the funniest things that I had happen to me a couple months ago was I was in Silvermoon, or right outside Silvermoon, on an alt, and she was level 6 or 7, and at the end of the Dead Scar, there's a group of rangers and a quest giver. And I had taken the quest, and I had struggled my little butt off to kill the mobs by myself, and I got it done, and I went to go turn the quest in. And there were three skull-level people there, Alliance, that had killed her. Mm. And they were just standing there. And I recognized the flag, or the, the, the guild tag on one of them as being a, the Alliance-side guild of the guild I was in at the time. So it was somebody that I knew on an alt. And I clicked on them to try to wave to them. Like, I wanted to bow to them and wave and try to emote some, like, uber-positive, cheesy, please help me, you stupid turd burglar kind of thing. <laughs> and the creative vocabulary is where it's at. Um, and instead, I was a rogue and I stabbed her. Which flagged me. And, of course, then they got a real big, you know, like, thrill out of killing me. And that had me rip, rip. And um, this not using profanity thing is hard. Let's go shopping. <laughs> go ahead, say something. I'll edit um, it out. Just go. <laughs> anyway, so I go and I rest and I go back and I have to wait for my flag to wear off. And I do and they're still there and they're still killing her. And I just thought, you know, what kind of, like, what... Who is this, first of mm -hmm. all? And so then I had to find out who it was. And when I found out who it was, I was pissed. And I was so pissed because the stupid Gash had gone and was always in guild chat trying to get people to help her level her characters. And I'd helped her. And now she's using her free time that she could have been using to level her character. And yeah. she's out there griefing lobies. <laughs> I'm like, really, what the hell is that? Like, get a life, honey. Seriously. And I just, I could not believe that this was somebody's idea of a good time was to sit there and kill a quest giver. Like, for real. And people complain they have and, no money. You know, they could be out farming. And you have to be careful when you're out there in the world because you don't know who you're ganking. That's true. You know, yep. you, could, you, you could be doing, and she had no idea. And I totally told everyone I knew. I'm mm -hmm. like, you're not going to believe what this chick did. You know what? Narcissia? It was you. <laughs> I'm not in your guild anymore. You don't have I to be can, nice. Just go ahead and I can it. say the tough name. It was you, and it was me that you ganked, and you pissed me off, and I'm bitter, and I'm a bitter whore, and I'm never going to forgive you for it. <laughs> you really pissed me off, and, and you really decimated my belief in humanity. 
<laughs> so there. Not that you had much to begin with. Not that I yeah. Not that I work on a high budget anyway. <laughs> uh, I so. think that there, there's always some problems with with world PvP on a PVE server because uh, unfortunately those those kinds of situations do occur and you can't really get back at them quite the same way. I mean, do you have people just? Well, I, I know on PvP servers they must have problems with people just hanging around lobby zones and just oh, ganking well. things for fun. Take, for example, the asshattery that is a rogue being able to sap you when you're flagged and them not getting flagged. I never knew that. Oh, yeah. A rogue, and, and it's become such a problem on PvP servers because they have neutral towns, and a rogue of any level, you can be a level 70 and get sapped by a level 20, for example. Mm. Because when they went in and did the patch for improved sap for all rogue kind... I swear they busted it because now, even in a neutral town, a rogue can can be stealth and can sap you. And generally, in a neutral town, if you if if I were to polymorph someone, the guards would attack you. The guards would the guards would own a piece of my butt. How much is that <laughs> worth, by the It'd way? It'd be broken into twenty pieces, but each of them would own a piece. <laughs> a rogue can sap me in a neutral town and that's nothing if i use my trinket to get if i use my pvp trinket to get out of it the guards they attack me that i've seen yeah that's happened to me actually you try to defend it'll yourself, happen in booty it, yeah. bay or or um for example or gadgets on yeah. so and 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 that's a problem because if you are Say say you are, like, you know, we'll be defending Terran Mill, or we, you know, then take the party to South Shore, because, you know, why not? You killed our flight master, we're going to get yours. Ha, ha, ha. Mm -hmm. You know, is you, you get there, and you're fighting, and you, you know, it could be a group of 70 versus, you know, a group of 570s versus a group of 570s. However, a level 20 rogue shows up, and they're sapping every one of us. Well, you know what happens when you sap a mage for 10 seconds, and there's a hunter going after him. Or a rogue, you know, mm -hmm. another rogue. That level twenty, he's not flagging, but he can still sap you. Mm. You know, yeah. and even even those there's diminishing returns. That'll you know that'll break it right there. Mm -hmm. You know that that that's you dead, and that's that rogue not being flagged at all, which is a crock of crap. Yep. So, so what are some of the things that you would suggest to fix some of these problems? Well, the first thing I think is absolutely ridiculous is the level of guards in all of the cities. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's really quite ridiculous that you know a place like, well, I I think I think Shatra is like the model of what neutral towns need to be if they're mm -hmm. really designed to be neutral towns. You know, mm -hmm. you know, you screw up, you get kicked out, you know, come back in a minute when you you know, readjusted your yeah, attitude yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> um, I, I think anytime you do something to a player that is, that could be considered a hostile action. And really there's no, there's no good reason a rogue can tell me for sapping me. I mean, at least if I sheep you, I can be like, Oh, I wanted to, you to, I wanted to heal you and you're the opposite side. So I couldn't heal you or I couldn't give you a potion. Uh, so mm. I sheeped you. Yeah, that's the ticket. You know, <laughs> at least there's that. You know, but, it, and then, and of course, a rogue will say, well, a hunter can put a hunter's mark on you. But 
Blizzard has finally come out and said, this week I read a blue post, I've read a series of blue posts actually, that said that Blizzard is going to be looking at the rogue, the rogue sap issue. It is <laughs> apparently, it. <laughs> it's not an exploit, but it is not working as intended. Oh, right. I'm like, okay, so it's not an exploit and it's not working as intended, therefore it is what exactly that needs attention. On a, and, and I agree that on a PvE server, I mean, one of the things that... I like about the PvE servers, I can decide when to PvP, and when I want to PvP, I'll go do a battleground. Now, I haven't done that in a very long time, because I'm not really that much into PvP, and occasionally I've joined I've joined Christy on a, a few PvP uh, jaunts mm -hmm. at a couple of places, and they're kind of fun, but I get tired of them quickly. Oh, but, I just uh, remembered a new crock of, of world PvP crap is halah. Oh. <laughs> oh. The, 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 yeah. Here's here's my big problem with Halah. If the Horde owns and has control of Halah, it should be like when you fly over the PvP arena areas, both mm -hmm. in Blade's Edge, where when you fly over them, you're instantly flagged. There is absolutely no reason that you can explain to me why a member of the opposite side should be able to land in Hala and not instantly be flagged. Because what happens when you're trying to defend is you'll get a group of the opposite people fly in and just stand there and wait. Mm, I'll give you that. I, and, I, I totally agree with you And not be flagged. Yeah, because one of my biggest problems with the game was the fact that there wasn't a lot of uh, PvP on PvE servers. So yeah, if you're if you're gonna go into a known area that's flagged as for, for the opposite faction, yeah, you should be flagged immediately. You it, you should instantly be mm -hmm. flagged, and I think Blizzard's really trying to throw a lot of PvP in because they they hear the calls of Warhammer and they're really concerned about mm -hmm. what's gonna happen. So sure they're are. really trying to do a lot to address it, and they are, but they're not quite there yet because things as little as that. How hard can it really be to code? That if you're in between these coordinates, you are flagged. Period. Hmm. You know? Yeah, it's not. So that's it's not, not hard. hard at all. Now, no. now, why do you say and that about about Warhammer? Is this something about PvP? Why, Warhammer is going to be a very PvP intensive game, and they're going to offer a lot in in terms of in terms of PvP. PvP is going to be a way of life, I think, in Warhammer. Okay. And I think mm. it's really, because it's fresh, because it's new, because, you know, it's going to be the next WoW killer, it's going to get a lot of attention. And there are a lot of people who want a lot more from PvP in general, and everything that Blizz keeps coming back at them with is basically a giant FU strong letter to follow. Mm -hmm. And and it's evidenced by the fact that the, you know, the... People have been complaining about the layout of Alterac Valley since it started. People have been complaining about AFK people in Alterac Valley since it started. People have been complaining about world PvP mechanics since it started. And what does Blizzard do to answer all of these things? Do they fix them? No, they create arenas. Mm -hmm. So. Well, we are long-winded. Two-hour mark. <laughs> So I think that we need to kind of start wrapping this up. Are there any last thoughts on the PvP situation? I like cheese. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I do have a mod of the cast, and it will be brief because the mod of the cast is 
small, and it does only one thing, but it does it very well. The mod of the cast this week is Chatlink. And Chatlink enables linking of items and enchants in private chat channels. Right now, if you're in a private chat channel, which, you know, you can do for just, you know, for friends who are in different guilds or for, like, you know, the, your healer channel or your warrior channel or whatever, you can't link, uh, well, you, I mean, you can link things, but it won't show up as a clickable link. If you have chat link enabled, not, not only can you link in these channels, but you can see other people's links in these channels. Now, in order to see links made from chat link, you have to have chat link installed. So if you don't have a chat link and someone does a chat link in one of your channels, it will show up as the white text followed by a string of numbers. So it will look like gibberish. But we do this, we have a, a chat channel that we use for not only for our guild but for a number of other uh, small guilds in the in the greater collective group and most of us have chat link installed so we can kind of use this almost as an alternate guild chat and we can use this to link things back and forth to each other so if you have a group of people who are all using the same one and you want to use links in your chat channel chat link is a great mod for that's that. nice because there's sometimes it clutters up or people send you something that clutters up your window so I, then you gotta ask, yeah. link it please, link it, and please whisper yeah, and then, or whatever. And then you, you scroll up and you lose it. That's nice, I like it. And if you really want to make sure that people in your small group of friends who may not be in the same guild do it, just keep linking things that they Eventually won't be able to see. And you'll Eventually go, wow, you so sure annoyed. could... <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll get annoyed and they'll install it. Not that we know anyone that did that or anything. Yeah. No, it took me about two weeks to install it, but I eventually got annoyed enough and did it. But I've really come to like Chatlink. It's been very, very helpful. Okay, I think that does it for this week. I'd like to thank Christy for coming on as uh, <laughs> we had a great time. And uh, undoubtedly, this will not be the last time that, uh, that Christy comes on the show because we had a good time. Well, people and could hate me. They could be thinking, wow, she really dragged the show down to a guttural level. <laughs> we don't know. No, actually, you, you were very well behaved. I tried really, really hard. As a matter I of fact, tell. when we finish here, I'm going back upstairs to vet, and I'm just going to cuss for about 20 minutes. Just to no, let just, it all out just, of just, just to, to let it all out. So it gives me something to edit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can do command profanity. Yeah. <laughs> It has to be, it has to be, uh, It has to come off the tongue, and it has to be natural. It has to flow. The spice must the flow. Spice. <laughs> There's my geek reference for the night. Enjoy. Anyway, if you would like to visit our forums, our forums can be found at www.worldofwarcast.com. If you want to email us, our email addresses are starman at worldofwarcast.com or renata at worldofwarcast.com. If you'd like to leave a note for Christy, you can send it to me and I will forward it to her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See, I didn't give I didn't she'll give out print it out. She'll, I, she'll print it out and line the can box with it first, but I'll get it, I'm sure. <laughs> Eventually, yeah, it'll just you can tell by the smell of the envelope. Um, if you would uh, like to visit our iTunes section yeah, and leave us a review, that would be great. We I checked this afternoon; we have 275 reviews. So we'd like to thank people for. Uh, what's what's with the laugh? Why, yeah, why are you laughing? Because we have 47 reviews, and we've begged our asses off for every single one of them. <laughs> I think I got that beg. 
<laughs> yeah, well, we've been begging our, our butts off for them for a while, too. We have 275, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, our Skype address. Our Skype address is World of Warcast, one word, and um, leave us a voicemail or any kind of messages or you know something clean. You know, if you ever want to put it on the show. Crap! <laughs> I don't get to talk about me? Of you course. Guys oh, yes. I was just going to say, and Christy, <laughs> for one last time. Christy. I am Christy. I'm from Analog Hole Gaming. You can download our podcast on iTunes. Uh, look us up under Analog Hole Gaming. Um, we have a website. It's analogholegaming.com. And see if you can get this right. I'm Christy at AnalogHoleGaming.com. That's Christ Y at AnalogHoleGaming.com. <laughs> I yes, win. And, you and, win. You win. You win. And uh, <sighs> yes, and please doubt, download and listen to their podcast with great care and realize it does earn every bit of its explicit tag. But it that's does. What makes it fun. I don't want any of you kids getting in trouble uh, with your parents finding out that uh, you're listening to it. And because really, if your parents come to me and complain, let's just say you don't want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, once again, thanks, Christy, for coming onto the show. And, thanks for having uh, me. And we will see everyone later. Bye. Right on. Are you recording? I am recording. Thank you, Starman. <laughs> oh, wait, wrong voice. <laughs> I can't pull out porn voice. Yeah. That's not the right voice. <laughs> so. I got you. I got you, sweet cheeks. Let's roll. All right. <laughs> You're getting Just, all this for the blue uh, Yes. Box?